Greeting Earthlings, welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown. If this is your first time joining us, my name's Don. I'm Lee. We are a tag team of pop culture artists who go by the name 8-Bit Fusion, and we grew up in the golden age of the Saturday morning cartoon, so we made the show to sit down with some of our friends and talk about our favorites. Since it is our favorite holiday, we are releasing a bonus episode today covering another one of my favorite Halloween specials. I've actually wanted to cover this show for a little while now, um, and this just seemed like a perfect opportunity. So today we are doing the Scooby-Doo Project. Lee, have you ever seen this? I don't think I don't think I've seen this one. Yeah, this is a weird one. Now, normally, we'll talk a little bit ahead of the show, and then we'll like really dig into it after we watch it. But I wanted to give a little bit of background on the top because it's weird. So what this is was a thing that was aired in small segments one time Halloween day in 1999 and then never again and also never released as a home video oh interesting it's another one of those like hidden archive things that have one and done and never again it's weird because it's like fondly remembered it was a thing that people talked about and I think a lot of people were like asking Cartoon Network to release this as a as like a DVD or a VHS because it's 99, but it just like never happened. And I'm not really sure why. It's probably licensing. Um, if you couldn't tell by the name, this is a Scooby-Doo parody of the Blair Witch Project that I thought was like a bootleg thing that Adult Swim made. But this was an actually produced by Scooby-Doo Company scooby-doo product oh interesting super weird yeah super super stoked to watch it because the last time i saw it was when it aired in 1999 wow yeah so you excited i'm very excited let's put this thing on all right <laughs> let's split up they're always saying it well, I, for one, am sick of splitting up. It never helps, and I'm always getting stuck with Velma. Why are Fred and Daphne always heading off together anyway? I'm so hungry. And we're back. So we just finished watching the entirety of The Scooby-Doo Project, uh, again from 1999, coming right out of it. I loved it as much now as I did then. I, I thought that was great. How about you? Yeah, it was. I loved it. Um, just the whole the whole premise of it being Scooby Doo literally in the Blair Witch Project. I mean, that's literally what it is. It's very weird. Yeah, for for our younger listeners, I feel I need to sort of explain something. It it is hard to understate just how big of a phenomenon the Blair Witch Project was in 1999. Like, now it's kind of like the butt of, of some jokes and whatnot, but in 1999, that movie was huge and groundbreaking. You could not avoid it. Yeah. Um. So the fact that they did a parody of Blair Witch Project in that regard is not weird or strange to me. The fact that they did, like, a, they actually did a Scooby-Doo parody of it is weird and strange to me because 
I don't know, while Scooby-Doo is kind of the perfect property to do it, it's a horror movie, and, like, they're not usually that spooky, Scooby-Doo at least, so, like, it's funny to see them, and if you've never seen the Blair Witch Project, I don't know if you have. Oh, I've seen them all. Okay. Yeah. Like, they're doing all the key scenes from the Blair Witch Project with the Scooby-Doo characters. Yeah, yeah it was, that was real good. <laughs> like, it's really funny. All, like, the level of detail they went into it. Um, <laughs> my, my favorite is the scene when Velma's got the camera up on her face. You can see up her nose, and there's, like, some snot there, which is, like, <laughs> a whole thing from the original movie. Yeah. <laughs> and she says the line, we shouldn't have meddled. We shouldn't have meddled. <laughs> so good yeah um i i appreciated how meta this whole thing was which again in 1999 like nowadays cartoons are are often meta and break the fourth wall but i don't think in 1999 that was as much of a thing um but the way they like sort of referenced back to the history of scooby-doo uh when they were like lost in the woods and wandering around fred was like i i just realized it's been seven days man and we haven't ripped a mask off somebody's face <laughs> i just i miss the simple things yeah yeah all the different the scooby doo thing mixed into the blair witch was really nice. like velma's glasses that was yeah that was really funny um any the jinkies um yeah that's also Sco- like the scooby snacks um yeah hearing scooby like i just like it's this is 1999. I, I've watched like the original episodes and this is 1999. It, it seems like the Scooby is not, is, has been the same for a while. It actually has not. Oh, I'm, really? I'm going to talk about that um, it, when, we, when we get into it. Yeah. But um, only one person from this cast is an original Scooby-Doo cast member. Oh, and interesting. That's, that's not abnormal. They, they rotate the cast with one exception. I'll let you guess who that is later. All but right. they rotate the Scooby-Doo cast relatively frequently. Okay. Um, and I, I got the years that all these people were these characters. Okay. Um, but, yeah, no, Scooby was actually... A de- he was only Scooby for a little while. But okay. it's definitely not the original um, Scooby. Oh, uh, t- yeah, it definitely sounded like I him, mean, yeah, but... they, 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 yeah they, they try to obviously mimic each other so right, it's, so it's right. consistent. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, I also want to say, so the way this was structured, there was a Scooby-Doo marathon on Cartoon Network. And these were, some of these were like promotional clips to like, you know, build up um, press for the, for the marathon. Yeah. But then the whole thing was also cut up and aired in like one minute segments during the marathon so like you come back from a commercial break you'd get a minute of this and then and then um and then they'd go to like the regular episode and some of them particularly towards the beginning of the special before like the scooby gang really gets in it yeah some of them are real creepy yeah like the ambient music they're playing and like the washed out color i don't know like this is this was like creepy like really creepy i can't imagine how i mean and i i i I loved horror from when i was way too young to be watching horror movies (laughs) like i think i watched the toxic crusader in like 1995 so how old would i have been i would have been 
12 yeah. when this came out. So, like, that's, you know, I've definitely seen a few horror movies oh, by for then. Sure. So, I don't want to say this is, like, why I love horror movies, but I probably loved this because it was so creepy yeah, at times. Yeah, it was so creepy. Yeah, they did a really good job with this. Yeah. Um, so, to, to talk about some of the, the people involved, there's three people listed as the creators. Uh, Casper Kelly, Larry Morris, and Steve Patrick. Now, Larry Morris and Steve Patrick, they both went on to work on Harvey Birdman, which is also a Cartoon Network yeah, thing. Yeah. Harvey Birdman, attorney at law, I should be specific. Um, but that's kind of really all they've, they've done as far as um, directing or, or writing is concerned. But Casper Kelly, he went on to work on a lot more of the Adult Swim shows than the other two. He did also work on Harvey Birdman, so okay. there's that. Um, but he also worked on Aqua Teen, and he's listed as the creator of Too Many Cooks. Did you do you remember I, Too I Many did, Cooks? I don't remember that. We might have to I might have to put that on. That's another like that's another they would run before a show would air. Right. So it'd be like commercial break, a minute long of of a, a minute segment of Too Many Cooks and then and then whatever show um is coming on. So that's another thing that he worked on. That was like really, really good. That's like golden age um, Adult Swim stuff. Okay. Too many cooks is great. Not a cartoon, but it was on Cartoon Network, so I think it's it's it, uh, it'll fit. Yeah, I think it's fair game for us to talk about. So the cast. Normally, I pick and choose a couple people from the cast that I think are worth talking about. Um, today, I'm going to go through all the entire cast, all four people. Yeah. There are four four people credited in this uh in this special. Uh, I will start with I'll start with um with Scott uh, Ines Scott Inns um since you mentioned Scooby, so he voiced Scooby, Scrappy, and Shaggy in oh, this. I was about to ask about Scrappy because yep. there's always that random character. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really funny Scrappy, when he popped in. Yeah, Scrappy is such a deep. This goes like I remember my sister running around screaming poppy power all the time at rachel um and yeah it was just like really some really deep seeing scrappy in there was like i mean scrappy's a popular character but it seemed like a really deep pool and just completely random just to drop him into this in the yeah. middle yeah yeah i loved it for like two seconds and then they abandoned him in the woods too yeah <laughs> just like everyone else but yeah scrappy was a good good choice for this yeah so um that all three of them were voiced by scott Eans. And um, his only real credit is being both Scooby and Shaggy in most, but not all, but most um, Scooby-Doo properties from 1998 to 2013. Okay. So like a, almost like a newer one. Yeah. Kind of in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next person is Velma and she was voiced by BJ Ward. She played like additional voice actor characters on a lot of shows. Um, the one I grabbed that I thought was interesting was the, the grim adventures of Billy and Mandy. Cause I really like that nice. show. Um, but she was Velma from 97 to 2002. Okay. Um, which is a pretty short run. All yeah. things considered. Yeah. Um, Daphne was voiced by Mary Kay Bergman. She's actually come up on this show before, um, because she was the voice of, Lane Cartman, Mayor McDaniels, and um, Sheila Broflosky. So 
Cartman's mom, Kyle's mom, oh. and the mayor from South Park. Oh, wow. Um, she actually, she passed away like two weeks after this aired. She oh, passed wow. away in November of 99. Um, she was, she was only Daphne from 98 to 99. So just, just like one year. Um, like I said, she did, she did pass away. So she might have been Daphne moving forward if that didn't happen. Um, but she only hopped on as Daphne in 98. Oh, and I didn't let you guess, but you can guess now. The one person who was an original Scooby-Doo cast member voiced Fred. Frank Welker. Frank Welker. Woohoo! And he voiced Fred from, ready for this? What? 1969 to 2000. 22. Whoa. <laughs> so he is in, he is in the new series that's coming out, Velma. Yeah. Not as Fred. Oh. But he is in it. <laughs> but they did, um, they did a, a Halloween special this year that should be airing in a couple weeks. And nice. he is Fred in that. Uh, not in a couple weeks, in a couple days. Um, he's Fred in that. So he's Fred clean through the, the life of Scooby-Doo. Um, every once in a while, he also voices Scooby. Yeah. I think in the movie, he voiced Scooby. Yep, definitely. Yeah. Um, that sounds right. Um, but yeah, he is, I, I would, you can argue a couple characters that Frank Welker is known for, Megatron um, being one. I would probably argue it's got to be Fred. More people know Fred than Transformers. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I, w- I would argue this is his biggest role. Yeah. Plus all his little... Little tiny tiny roles in all the. Cartoons. Oh yeah, he voices. Uh, it's it, it's completely insane how many things he voices. Things, animals, trees. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah, yeah it's it's incredible. Just how many shows and like just the weird characters he voices on. Like like Santa's little helper is my favorite. He voices a dog on The Simpsons. Yeah, like so it's, it's so super wild. So cool. Crazy career. I love to see him pop up and things. Oh, good for him. Yeah. And I would lo- love to see this current Scooby-Doo coming out. Yeah, so he voices someone in it, but not Fred. But I, I like that they included him. Because, yeah. again, he's been Fred forever since the beginning. Yeah. He's the only constant character or voice actor in, um, in the entire series. Um, so while this is kind of like a separate thing, it's not Scooby-Doo, I, I get why they would not include him as Fred. <laughs> yeah. But I do like that they included him. That's good. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, going, it's awesome. I'm definitely interested in checking that out. Yeah. Um, so this, as I said earlier, this aired one time, Halloween Day of 1999. Um, and I, I forget if I, if I laid out exactly what they did. But like I said, it was aired in segments throughout the, the Scooby-Doo marathon. And then at the end of the marathon, so midnight on Halloween... They aired it in its entirety. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's... So if you waited till the end, you would have watched what we just watched. I actually honestly don't know if I ever watched it like that. I yeah. saw the segments as they, right. as they ran throughout the, the marathon. I, do, I don't think I actually, I don't, can't imagine I stayed up till midnight in 1999 when I was 12 years old to watch <laughs> the finale. Yeah. I don't even know if I like knew that that was a thing happening um but that's what they did they aired it in segments during the marathon and then aired it in its entirety at the very end yeah um, which that, is cool that that's is deep very cool. um but it aired that one time that's it and then to this day it has never had a home release 
of any kind. Wow. We found this on YouTube, and there's a couple different versions um, with different quality. I, I, I watched the complete one that had a little bit more than some of the ones that were like better quality, right. but didn't have all the scenes in it. So we watched the complete one. This started out as uh, life as, um, as just like a promo for the marathon. And they made, I think it was Daphne running through the woods. <laughs> and, uh, and because, you know, Blair Witch was so popular, they did that. And I think the execs were just like, yes, do that. Go nuts with it. And they did. So yeah. that's cool. Uh, and the way that they had the Scooby-Doo characters, like, they were like almost like cutouts, like the whole talk, yeah. talk, cutout. Like, yeah. I thought out all the cutouts, Daphne's cutout, her face like just looked the weirdest. Yeah. And she, she made some weird, really weird expressions. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, so it was obviously animated over top of live action footage, yeah. um, which was cool to see. And yeah, it, it definitely looked weird, but like in a fun way. It was definitely yeah. fun. Yeah, I liked it. So the live action footage, this is fun, was filmed in Canada. But the, the creators and the animators and everything, they're all in Atlanta. Oh, interesting. Because that's actually where Adult Swim's headquarters right, right. is, is in Atlanta. Um, I think Cartoon Network, and too. Um, so the creators and the, the people who filmed it, because they all just, this was like done by the creators. They're all in Atlanta. They filmed it in, uh, in Canada because that's where the mystery machine was. Oh. That was a real mystery machine. That was not a cartoon. And that mystery machine was on a promotional tour through Canada. And it was cheaper to fly the three filmmakers to Canada to film with the mystery machine than it would have been to, fil- to send the mystery machine back. Right. So they flew up there to do that. All right. And um, the voice cast for the Scooby gang, they actually recorded everything via telephone from L.A. Wow. Um, and this, is the same, this was the same cast that, uh, that did... Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. They had just wrapped up that okay. when they made this. Uh, with the exception that Billy West is shaggy in Zombie Island. Oh. Which I did not know that. I did not know that either. Yeah, and I like me some Billy West. Yeah. I didn't know he ever voiced any Scooby-Doo characters. Um, so that's neat. But yeah, they filmed this. They filmed it in Canada, edited it in, a, in, in a Atlanta, and had the voice actors call in to record mm. all of their audio. Very nice. Yeah. So very Postal Service-esque project. Yes, I was thinking in, that in my head. In, is, yeah. In 1999, when we barely had the internet. They just, they just phoned it in. <laughs> they literally phoned it in. But yeah, dude, this thing is super weird. I'm so happy it held up because I remembered liking it a lot. And I still liked it a lot. Def- definitely held held up. And I'm a like I said, I'm a huge Blair Witch fan. I'm I'm a very big Scooby Doo. We grew up on Scooby Doo. Grew up on Cartoon Network. Like yeah. Rachel, love. We just watched. Me and Rachel just watched so much Scooby Doo together. I'm pretty sure we we cut, we had to watch this at some point. I just don't remember it. Um, I like I'm watching. I mean, again, it only aired that one time. So if you didn't see it. In yeah. 1999, you didn't see it. Exactly. So, so weird. Most likely not, but yeah. I don't know. It's, 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 this whole thing sounds kind of familiar. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, I'm looking at the load screen right now, and it's a it's a Scooby Blair Witch drawing on the screen. I I just lo- I I'm just <laughs> I'm just enthralled by it. I love it. Yeah, that's gonna be the 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 teaser for the episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely gotta do that. It's so exciting. But no, just seeing all that, like every like all the deep pools and the jokes and all the references. It just they did it so well. Yeah. And the fact that this was all cut, they cut it all up for a marathon and then put it together as a whole thing like they did it really well yeah and i gotta say man this is a scant 25 minutes it's on youtube i recommend if you're listening to this and you have any interest in scooby-doo i recommend finding this thing and watching it it's it's a good time and i'm looking so here's actually something wild to think about the two the two copies of this that are on youtube i mean look at the dates one year ago, this was uploaded. Two years ago, the other one was uploaded. Oh. So this thing aired one time in 1999, and the copies that are on YouTube are new. Interesting. So this thing was unavailable for probably 20 years. That's very interesting. Yeah. I'm just really, like, I'm intrigued by these missing these missing TV shows, these missing files. Like, I'm just so intrigued. Yeah, me too. I think... This this one's a little weirder than than say like Crybaby Lane. Yeah. Cuz like this is a Scooby-Doo project made officially by the Scooby-Doo team. Like I thought for a long time this was like a bootleg thing that adults swim through together, but no, this is Frank Welker voiced it. Um this is like made by the ex- or, or approved by the execs at Hanna-Barbera. Like, this is a Scooby-Doo product that they made and then never released again. Whereas, like, Crybaby Lane, that movie aired, it wasn't super well-rated, so it just kind of, like, faded away. But this is a Scooby-Doo thing. Like, there there was money to be made here, and they just never released it, and that's so wild to me. Yeah, I wonder why. Like, did it... No idea. Yeah, did they just not like it? Because it's great. It is short. You know what I mean? But it could have been coupled as like a as like a special on any of the DVDs that came out in the last yeah. 15 years. You it's know? really like like it's really not that cartoons are short. Like that's what car- cartoons are short. And right. But it doesn't it doesn't it's not it doesn't movie. like. Yeah. It's, I'm saying like they couldn't really release it as like a DVD. Yeah. Because it's too short for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, for DVD, for sure. Right. But it could have been a VHS. They, they could have thrown it on anything, though. Yeah, or it could have been a special feature on any of the DVDs that came out in 2000 to 2005. Yeah. Even. Like, it all would have been... Even by that point, like, Scooby... Like, Blair Witch Project was still pretty popular. It like, you was. Yeah. This, I mean, this... They they could have released this in, in a number of different ways. It's very There's weird to so me that they did so much that they could have done, and they didn't, yeah. and... They definitely messed up because this would have been this would have been great. Yeah. Totally wild. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> insane to me. Like it just it's just so good. Like Yeah. Yeah, like, I can I cannot recommend it enough. If you have any yeah. interest in Scooby Doo, especially if you've seen the Blair Witch Project, if you're like our age. Um but even if you haven't, it's still a good time. I, I highly recommend this thing. Yeah, and like yeah, because I mean the Blair Witch Project was out. But, like, most people at least know, understand, like, what it was about and what references are at. So, they would, de- I think people that are really into any horror and references or Scooby-Doo would love it. Yeah. Yeah. Highly, highly recommend. Um, I don't know if I'd recommend for any age, because 
It wasn't really kitty. It wasn't kitty, and there was. It, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's not like gory or anything. No, but, but it was. Just, it was creepy. creepy. And I, don't, I also don't think like like kids would under like okay, oh cool, Scooby's there. Like yeah. they wouldn't really un- understand what was. I don't think they would just understand. I think it's more like now for us, it's nostalgia. I I do agree with that. Yeah, this is definitely not made for kids. It's definitely, which is interesting because it was aired during the Scooby Doo marathon. That's so interesting. Like the regular Scooby Doo marathon. I thought this was a um Adult Swim thing, but no, this was aired during no, the regular. This definitely felt like an Adult Swim thing. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, it's just weird because yeah, it's supposed to be a kid show and yeah. it was not. Uh, maybe that maybe that has a big reason why they didn't. They're like, yeah, that that might be, yeah. But I mean, Scooby's kind of had like some like it's not always made for kids. No. It's kind of there's definitely some some Scooby Doo arcs that are for like teens. Um, for sure. Actually, kind of interesting to think about. So '99 might have been a, right around the origins of. Um, Adult Swim. Yeah, you, you, you like I, I, offhand, I don't know when Adult Swim started, but I'm thinking it's like 2000. So this might even predate Adult Swim, and and the creators would go on to work on yeah. a lot of the Adult Swim. You're making shows. a really good point there. So this might be like kind of one of the things that sort of led to Adult Swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a really good point. Cause yeah, I, feel, I think like early 2000s we got our we had like Robot Chicken and all all those arcs and. Yeah. Um. I kind of remember that. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, the, I remember like the original run of Adult Swim was Space Goes Coast to Coast, Mission Hill. Um, I don't think Aqua Teen was part of the original. No, run. that was later on. Sea Lab. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm quick googling <laughs> when. Uh, when Adult Swim started. 2001. Yeah, you're so, right right on the money there. So this does this does predate Adult Swim, but you can kind of see the seeds for it. Yeah. In like the way they animated this with the old like celluloid characters on top of the um the live action. Yeah. That's kind of what they would do with Harvey Birdman going forward. Yeah. And um and um space ghost so that's okay that's neat yeah that's really cool and it's just yeah it's just very interesting because like we would a lot of not a lot of our focus but we have have done a lot of like the nickelodeon shows we really have not really focused too much on cartoon network or the like or like how they like transferred into adult swim yeah we don't really again adult like we have our after dark segment we've been focused a lot on like the kid shows so maybe yeah. that has a lot to do with it but just interesting to see like how different things have evolved. Yeah, so Adult Adult Swim. Cartoon Network has not been great as far as preserving their shows. Yeah. Like I want to cover Johnny Bravo and Dexter's Lab and neither of those are like on a streaming service that you can easily access. Yeah. Um so that's been kind of a, a slight hindrance there. Yeah, because this whole thing, we kind of want stuff to be freely accessible for people to watch. Right. Like, we were able to get the Powerpuff Girls, which was cool. Right. But, like... Even it, that was a challenge. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it, it's just... It's been hard to get their shows because they're not in any places that are easily accessible. Even, yeah. like, even if you, like, have a streaming service, like, none of... Like, Dexter's Lab is nowhere. Johnny Bravo is nowhere. That's interesting. Yeah, so it it does it, that presents a challenge. 
Um, and I'll, I'll say too, the original run of Adult Swim, I think half of those shows weren't even made for Adult Swim. Like Mission Hill was a UB yeah. show. Yeah. I want to say UB. So like Mission Hill was something that they picked up. It got its life and like most of its viewership from Adult Swim. It probably would have run longer if it started on Adult Swim, honestly. Right. It would it would have looked a lot different. Um but yeah, that show ran one season on I again, I want to say WB and then wasn't very popular and that's why Adult Swim was able to pick it up for so cheap and then and then run the hell out of it. Um and I want to say Space Ghost was also already a project that someone was working on and just brought over to Adult okay. Swim. Okay. Um, but we, we did cover Mission Hill, but that's, like I said, it's not even really a uniquely Adult Swim project. It just, that was something that they got and ran with. It just, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, the stuff that like Cartoon Network produced is not easy to find. No. Unfortunately. Because I, I would love to cover a lot of that stuff. Yeah. I probably, if I'm being honest, I probably prefer... Cartoon Network cartoons in their heyday to Nickelodeon cartoons in their heyday, and that mm. is a controversial statement. I am yes, well aware. You are making a very controversial statement. I can get where you're coming from, but yeah. Listen, I I love Doug. Doug is probably my favorite cartoon from the era, but I would say Mission Hill is probably my favorite cartoon. But of the kids shows. Doug is probably my favorite cartoon, but I would take Dexter's Lab, Johnny Bravo, Billy and Mandy, Ed, Ed, and Eddie over, I can't even name that many Nickelodeon cartoons, you know, right. Ren and Stimpy, okay, Rugrats, you know I'm not that into Rugrats, uh, Thornbergs, Wild Thornberries, Thornberries, sure, um, Fairly Odd Parents, I think is Nickelodeon. Yeah, right? that's that's way later though. Right, but that's that's all of the Nickelodeon cartoons I can name. I can't name anymore. <laughs> so yeah, I would I would very quickly go to to Cartoon Network over Nickelodeon for Ugh. for cartoons for the live actions. You still, I mean, Alex Mack, Pete and Pete. We mentioned it every or mentioned them every episode. Yep. You know, salute your shorts. Hey, dude, that was my jam. Shelby Woo. Shelby Woo. <laughs> Yeah, that stuff was my jam. Yeah. More so I, I than can, the cartoons. I can, I, can, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. But for, as far as Nickelodeon's cartoons are concerned, other than Doug, I'm going Cartoon Network, honestly. Yeah, I sure did watch a lot of Cartoon Network. I'm not saying I didn't, <laughs> but no, I can, I can see where you're coming from. But yeah, I, there was a lot on Nickelodeon I liked. There was a lot on Cartoon Network I liked. I can't, just a hard comparison for me, but I, I can see both sides of it. Yeah. I stand by what I said. All right. I well, said what I said. We'll have to have a Nickelodeon Cartoon Network cartoon duel battle at some showdown. Sort. If showdown, you will. I just said duel battle. <laughs> no, we would definitely that would be a cool episode to do. Yeah, I'll have to think of how we could do that. Or like, like when we do the March Madness, like yeah, do, do maybe the Nickelodeon cartoons with the Cartoon Network cartoons or something yeah. like that. That would be that would be cool. Cause yeah, we're trying to think of something for new March yeah. Madness. Not, not to jump ahead always, oh, oh God, March. Like, we're, we're in November Good already. <laughs> like, but yeah, like some kind of like show off, you know yeah. what I mean? That would be cool. Yeah. All right, let's, let's, let's take this off air. Take it offline, yeah. And, but yeah, if anybody, like, think that anybody has any ideas for the, um, for the, um, what's it called? The Facebook group. The yeah. We do a bunch of like polls in there. We do March Madness. We yeah. do a lot of fun stuff in there. If you have ideas, like, 
showdowns or ideas for episodes yeah. we love to hear them yeah yeah cartoon network versus nickelodeon i, I like it i do like it we'll, we'll figure it out all right yeah but yeah no just to wrap this thing up we could talk forever on this we really this can was, this was a good one yeah this this episode is great this episode this special is great it's on youtube it's free it's 25 minutes i cannot recommend it enough watch it on halloween it's a blast they actually reference halloween in it um, so I think it takes place on Halloween. Oh, cool. Yeah, when they pull the guy's mask off, he says he was wearing a costume because it's Halloween. Yeah. Um, also, I would like, we'd really like to know what this on, on the screen, too. The Scooby-Doo iceberg is playing. Like, what is up with his teeth? Do you, do, you, do you know what icebergs are? I do know what icebergs are. Okay. Yeah. Like iceberg videos yeah, like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so I, I, I'm not sure what that is. That's probably fan art. but Yeah. Um, but I'm, there is some, like, weird, cool stuff in in scooby-doo and this is pro it's got to be referenced in there it's, it's got to be pretty deep on the iceberg too yeah definitely um which is kind of cool yeah but um why don't you tell our listeners where can they come talk to us okay hang on we gotta bring up this calendar because we're jumping all the way to december because it's this is com coming out for Hall um, halloween right tomorrow. tomorrow uh which is october 29th um halloween is on monday which is crazy but we're not doing any more fall shows at the moment. Um, we're not doing anything in November. Um, we're taking a little bit of a break, getting ready for the holidays. So let's jump all the way to December 10th. December 10th, we'll be in Ocean City, Maryland at Ocean City Comic Con. Um, that's on a Saturday. Come on out. Um, our good friend James uh, of PLB Comics runs the con. Um, it's great. Um, a lot of our friends will be there, including Geek Boy Press. So definitely come out. It's a great day. Um, they have some cool guests that are coming. Um, the Blue Power Ranger, who is also Felix from One True Hill, which is one of my favorite shows. That's super weird. So yeah, um, come out. It's one of our best shows of the year. You can get some really good holiday shopping as well. Um, and then the following weekend on Sunday, December 18th, we'll be at the Philly Punk Rock Flea Market in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at the Armory. Um, that's a great time as well. It's a couple days before Christmas, so if you're really last minute shopping, I know me and Don are. Um, come on out, get some shopping done. It's a good time. Um, we do have some stuff coming up in January as well. Um, I'll get that more confirmed on a, on a future episode. Um, but for now, we'll just stick to the holiday shopping. Um, you can also go down to South Street in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, because apparently there's other South Streets I have found out. Um, go to the South Street Art Mart and say hi to our good friends, Nicole and Nicole. Um, they have a great shop with hundreds of vendors, including us. Um, so if you can't get to Philadelphia, you can go to SouthStreetArtMart.com. Um, they have a nice little website there. Um, other than that, make sure there's holidays are coming up. Things still suck. Um, just support your vendors, your small businesses, your restaurants, everything. Just make sure you're supporting each other because, yeah, the world still kind of sucks. <laughs> Um, but if you want to buy our stuff, if you want to find out where our stuff is, we are at popculturejunk.com. We're a link tree, ape effusion at Instagram and Facebook. Um, that's where you can find us. Um, if we forget to put something up, just message us. We're really slow. Um, but yeah, thank you for continuing to support us. Um, really appreciate it. And that's my spiel as usual, passing over to Don. <laughs> Yeah, remember to rate and review this podcast, Saturday Morning Showdown, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, join our Facebook discussion group. We just like to post fun memes and 
you know, we play some games about March Madness. These, <laughs> March Madness about these these shows that we grew up, you know, knowing and loving. Um Yeah, that's all I got, man. We'll uh we're off next week, but we'll have another show the following, so we'll see you guys soon. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.